Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to My Mommy on SPSN Radio. The rain could fall, the wind could blow, goosebumps rising on my arm, my body's so cold, so cold, this is a
you know, draw from that strength from the Lord and also give that strength out to one another because we can't do it on our own, y'all. We truly cannot do it on our own. And so I encourage you to don't try to do it on your own. Lean on the Lord and give that strength that the Lord gives you back to someone else. Amen. But today's guest, Mario Rivers, he um, he has a book, Keeping It 100, and he gives a blueprint and guideline with practical steps uh, to win in life uh, about relationships, love, and work. And so if you're looking to be successful in those areas, you want to be successful throughout your life, well, guess what? I have him here today. He's going to share with us about those things and even those things you have questions about. So make sure, again, put your ones up, press pound on one. Amen. Hello, Mario. How are you doing today? I'm great. I'm great today. Thank you very much for uh, having me on the show. I appreciate you uh, having me, and I hope I can bring some value to your listeners. Oh, thank you so much. It is an honor. It truly is an honor, and I thank you because I know you're busy. You're a busy man, and I know that you have a lot of things on your plate. So thank you for your time and share, and coming to share with us. I have questions about your book, and I was reading it, and there's so much information, so much wisdom, so much, I call it, golden nuggets. Um, share with us how you, uh, well, let me go back. How did you get the vision for the book? And what is the main message that you want to give throughout your book? Okay. So I'll answer both questions. The first question, um, how did I get the, the, the idea for it? Um, you know, one thing is I have a daughter. And so when I, when she started getting older, you know, in her teens, I start having to look at things a lot different and, uh, the book was actually an accident. It happened over several years. Uh, and while I was in the military, I, I gathered uh, quite a lot of um, information. I used to uh, kind of sort of counsel people, but informally. And I had grabbed a bunch of notepads, and I started writing notes down from our sessions. And, you know, fast forward over time, uh, one night I was looking for something, and I ran across those notepads. And and I just sat there and started reading them, and I realized that it was a lot of material there that could help people. And, you know, so I, I, I started writing. It wasn't on purpose, and I, and I sat on that information actually for about two years. And once uh, I let a few people read it, you know, they encouraged me and said, hey, you know, you should think about publishing it. And so I got serious about it, and, you know, and, and I published it. So that book had actually been written. A while ago, and uh, lots of areas that people always worry about, but at the the top of their list are you know finances and employment, uh, their their health, their children, their families, and then their relationships or their quality of life. And as you sit and I start, you know, you start to listen to people, you realize that this is a real challenging area of their life, and so. Um, that's my message throughout the book is that I want to show people that uh, you can build a strong foundation. We just have to go about it in the right way. And so I've tried to lay out some practical steps to help people do that because I want them to to recognize the value that lies in having a strong foundation. That's that's what's going to help our kids, you know, have that solid foundation when they interact 
with the world as they grow up. So that's my main mission and my main message. And I, and I simply love that because earlier um, I was just going back again through your book and I came across chapter three, the basics. And you just talked about that earlier that, um, you know, especially for our children, they need to know how to interact. But also there's adults out here that don't really know how to interact with one another in their own relationships. So um, share with us just a little bit about Chapter 3 and um, the basis of of, a relationship. Okay. Well, in Chapter 3, you know, uh, relationships are messy sometimes. And a lot of people put a lot of complications on that. In Chapter 3, I made it very simple, and it's just just a few simple things that you have to remember. When, you're court, when, when a man is courting a woman or when a woman is considering a man as a viable candidate, and that thing is practice the basics, which means be a gentleman, be a lady, you know, uh, have respect for yourself, those type of things that seems to have become uh, somewhat of a mystery these days with the way our our culture is going. So, I wanted to get back to the basics, and the basics is be a gentleman if you're if you're if you're a man, and be a lady if you're a woman. You know, we have a lot of things running rampant with the uh, social media and the introduction of all these new these new ways to gather information. So our kids are being exposed to these things at a much earlier age than when I was younger, you know, and I, I, I'm sure uh, you've heard the, the saying about, like, a woman being fast or a young girl being fast or, you know, that's yes, the old school. Yes. But, but um, <laughs> that that's the thing that, uh, you know, we have to get back to doing is teaching our children and also us practicing the basics in our relationship because they really model what they see and not what we say. Now, I like um, how you just was getting ready to go into my next question. Um, we had to get back to uh, the way we were taught, and that's standards, you know. Uh, so how important is it for not just only the the ladies but the men also to have standards? You know, uh, if you're a Christian, and you've been you've been raised up the way that I have. You know, two of my younger brothers are ministers, and you know my dad is a pastor. There's a way there that you that you are raised to treat a woman, and because when you grow older and you you are going to father children or you're going to become someone's husband, there's a very important thing that you have to realize that you're going to be. The leading, you're going to be leading people's lives, and I think a lot of people take that for granted. So, uh, uh, the reason why it's very important to have standards as a man and to teach our sons that as men is because they will be leading. They will become someone's husband. They will become someone's father. And if we don't plant those seeds at a young age for the for them to consider having good standards to to realize how they should treat their potential wife to realize how they you know should should be become a leader and a role model and not to follow the crowd if we don't teach them these things then they're going to grow up to be one of these guys who are the deadbeats that we hear about who are the guys that just are promiscuous with women and don't father their children this is what results from us not 
setting those standards with them at a young age, and it's very it's so important. That's that's one reason why I got really passionate about publishing the book. Wow, wow, and you know what? While you were speaking, I was thinking about how important it is um, to be role models for our children. Um, like you said, you know, for them to see, um, you know, for sons to see their fathers treat their mothers uh, with respect and for vice versa, the daughters seeing the mothers treat their husbands uh, with respect. And so, um, and, and just seeing that love and commitment between their father and their mother is very, very important. Um, and, and I like, and I know I'm going through some of the chapters because I want the listener audience to know just how much uh, wisdom that you have in your book um, that can really help them with their relationships. Um, you talk about baggage claim, and you also talk about sex and intimacy. And, and for me, um, in my mind as I, I was going through your book, um, I was thinking about um, how, you know, carrying baggage can cause uh, intimacy issues and struggles. Can you talk a little bit more about um, baggage claim and the importance of getting rid of it? Okay. Uh, and thanks for asking that question. Now, here's the thing that uh, uh, about relationships in that chapter I named it baggage claim because when, when you think of baggage, that's anything extra, you know, that you're carrying around with you. And so when we talk about relationships, how many times have you or, or even I know, I'm sure all your listeners, you know, have been hurt in the past. And then once you're hurt, you put up your guard and you don't allow yourself to fully be loved or to fully love. And so baggage claim is about getting over is, is having triumph over those things that have created a wall in your heart from past bad experiences. And one thing that I say in the chapter is, you know, as hard as it may be, you have to wipe the slate clean, you know. Maybe, you know, the guy that you meet, that you're about to meet or that comes across you tomorrow is going to be your Boaz. But how will you be able to fully accept him as in all his greatness that maybe is your blessing if you still have uh, animosity in your heart or if you still have a guarded heart because you've been hurt before. I mean, everyone is not going to be like your last, you know, uh, mate that you that you had. And, and there are, even contrary to popular belief, there are some guys who still have good home training. And so we have to not bring the baggage that that, that is created when we go through negative experiences to our new relationships. Because one thing that's going to happen is that um, let's say if you've been cheated on, for instance, and and so your your eyebrows are going to raise when anything that that resembles, you know, uh, uh, inconsistency, uh, you're going to start questioning things. And maybe that might make you ask questions that, that you know, you wouldn't normally ask or you might get, uh, you know, start to suspect some things that may not even be an issue. And so it's very, very important for us to leave the baggage in the past, in the past. You have to grow. That's the only way you can grow. I mean, it's just like forgiveness, right? Forgiveness is not necessarily for the person. Forgiveness is for you. 
so that you can heal and so that you can move on. And that is the premise of of the baggage claim chapter is to talk about all those things that have created negative experiences in our life and how we can overcome them and 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 what we need to overcome so that we can get to that what I call the pinnacle point in our relationships. Wow, wow, and that's huge when you talked about forgiveness because that um right there is, is for for many people a very difficult thing to do. But I like how you talked about it's not for them, it's not for the other person, but it's for you. And um, I wanted to ask this question because I know, again, I talked about intimacy just a little bit earlier, but um, there's a lot of of individuals that have intimacy issues. Um, So you talked about forgiveness, so how can... Can that person, whether she's a female or whether it's a male um, that's tuning in and and they're you know they've had issues with um, you know commitment, they've had issues with growing close to um, someone, and so uh, what what words would you tell them or give them or advice would you give them on starting to uh, begin to remove those uh, bandages and really allow um, the person to come in and, and really show them how much they love love them. Okay. Well, there are two things I want to mention here. The first thing is that people sometimes have a misconception of what intimacy is. People think that intimacy is only about sex. And actually, if you look up, I actually looked this up like a couple of days ago because I'm writing a new book, but Sex is at the bottom of that list. There are several other words that they use to describe intimacy, and, you know, togetherness is one. Uh, Caring about your mate, something like that. Thinking of of others before you think of yourself. Doing things that you know will put a smile on their face. That's what's intimacy. The sex is just the icing on the cake and it should be with someone that you're you that that you want to spend the rest of your life with ultimately in, in the end goal. So that's the first thing. Have a clear idea of what intimacy truly is. And here's the second thing on how they can start to heal those bandages and overcome those issues. I understand that today is the era of Netflix and chill. That's a saying, I guess, that the young folks have, and it just means, Lord. you know, promiscuity. Yeah, and so if you've been hurt before, you know, uh, what you've got to do is if you're not ready to fully trust, and, and people have a misconception also of what fully trusting is, if you haven't gotten to the point where you've healed from a previous hurt, then don't commit to being in, in a relationship. Because until you allow yourself to forgive like I was talking about before and and fully accept the fact that, okay, I've been hurt, but I can heal, and the next person that I'm with, is he not necessarily may not be that way. So there are a few things you can do to prevent yourself from having to go through that consist the same hurt that you've been going through. And one thing is not to pick the same type of guys or people who consistently hurt you or call you names. You know, after we've went through a certain situation, we can sort of pick up on those things 
that we know aren't good for us, but sometimes we just go through it because either we want somebody, we're we're lonely, or, you know, it's been a long time. So we allow ourselves to look over the red flags. So don't look over the flags is one. Allow yourself to forgive is two. That's a huge thing. And then three, like I said before, wipe the slate clean. Go into every situation with an optimistic attitude. If Again, those those situations from uh, past hurts, like I say in, bag- in, the, in the baggage claim chapter, I'm sorry, those things can create a wall, a barrier in your heart. You have to be willing to be willing to start over fresh and to look at things with an optimistic point of view. So those are my three things. Give yourself time to heal, forgive, and start fresh. Wow. Wow. And now um, I wanted to talk to you about Chapter 9 because um, it kind of ties in. um, Everything that you said kind of ties in with that confidence and attitude. How important is it for us to have confidence um, you know, within ourselves and also in our relationship. You know, I will say something about confidence, okay, because I'm people if people that know me, the person I am now is not the person I was, you know, when I was in high school or I mean, so about confidence, it doesn't you don't always get that overnight. Sometimes it takes time to develop that about you. And and there's a lot of sayings going around, and they're all true. And it's to say that whatever you, you think, you do. So if you don't believe in yourself, how can you expect anybody else to believe in you? So you have to have confidence, you know, in yourself, in your abilities. You know what you have to offer. So if you know you're a person of value, you should have confidence in that. And and your potential mate will pick up on it. Now, conversely, if you're not a person of value, then you should be working every day to create a better a better you, to make yourself a better person. And so, confidence is very important. You have to believe in in you and what you have to bring to the table, or else no one else will. So it's important in a relationship, especially if you're like a, a young man trying to trying to court a woman. You know, and I used to be super shy. You know, so I, I was single oh, wow. for a long time. I didn't, I mean, I didn't want to, I was scared of rejection, I guess. That's a, a big thing. People are afraid of rejection. But, you know, once you once you face it and you realize, you know, they can only say yes or no. It's like that with everything in life. You know, you just realize you either do it and, 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 and get a good result or learn from it and move forward, or you don't do it and you stay safe and you'll never be able to move forward because you'll, you'll be stuck in the same place. So, yeah, confidence is super important. Wow. Wow. I like, I like how um, you just said, you know, either you do it or either you just, you know, don't do it at all and you just stay in a safe place. And, you know, for us to really grow, we have to get uncomfortable. We have to get in a in a place where we're, we're not staying stagnant. And I, I love that. I love that. Now, the blueprint. Can you share with us about the blueprint? Like, what's up? What, what's up with that? <laughs> share with us okay. about the blueprint. Here, here's the thing. Uh, why I decided to uh, call this the blueprint because you know how a lot of people say, you know, you can you can do this or you can have this or if you want to attain this, you can do this. But they don't ever lay out specific guidelines or plans or ways that you can do it. 
and so since this this uh, re- relationship subject affects your life so so deeply, so importantly, I wanted to to lay out a series of practical things that people could take a look at. One, my book is about prevention, not necessarily. It's about how to prevent you from, you know, attracting the wrong person and then building on that right person that you attract. So I write a lot, I blog a lot, and I have a series. This is going to become a series, actually. I'm working on my second book now. And each book is going to focus on a different area, and it's going to lay out a, a blueprint, if you will, on how to attain those things. Not just saying that you can have a wonderful relationship, but actually telling you step one, here's what you need to do in this area. Step two, here's what you need to do in this area. And it's different areas. That's that's what where the blueprint um, idea came from, really, just trying to lay out a path for people to reach their, their greatest potential in every area, but especially in their relationships. I simply love that because that is something, you know, that um, I know a lot of people, if you, if they say, um, they say, well, I want this, but then how do I do it? That's the next, that's the next question. How do I do it? And I love that idea of the blueprint. But can you share with our listening audience um, how they can purchase your book, how they can connect with you also? Um, you know, one, do you do counseling as well? Um, I do do some counseling, but but you know, uh, at the at this point, trying to counsel eat a lot of individual people would be pretty difficult. So here's how you can connect with me and how I do my counseling. One, you can purchase the book. It's on Amazon. You can you can search uh, Amazon and just type in my name, Mario Rivers, or you can go to my website, www dot mdriversbooks.com and there is where is that's like my hub for all my counseling uh, that you can connect to my blog there you can follow me on social media there but more than that you can stay connected with me and find out how I'm going to help you improve your life your relationship your love your work all those things uh, are things that I blog about uh, weekly I also do some video coaching on YouTube, but you can go to my website to purchase the book, to get the, the coaching, counseling. And also, if you go to my website, I have an email list there that you can sign up for, and I send out every week a special newsletter to those people who are on my email list. And it's it's it's, it's a lot of different uh, PDF checklists like downloads. When you're asking me about the steps, these downloads here are like quick checklists of things you can implement to make a, an impact on your relationship like today. Like after you get done reading the blog or looking at that checklist, these are things you can go practice like the next day or when you get off the re, from reading it. So if you guys want to um, purchase the book, just go over to my website. It has everything there you need, my blog, uh, the link to, to my book on Amazon, um, and everything else uh, – concerning me as far as how to connect with me on social media. It's all on my website. So again, that's www.mdriversbooks.com and uh, I'll post the link uh, or I'll give you the link to post Deandra. And thank you for having me on. I, I really, truly am appreciative and, and I thank you so much for allowing me to uh, bring some value to your listeners. Oh, 
it's an honor. Thank you so much, Mario, for coming on. And I just have one last question for you. And I always ask all of our guests that come on the radio show, what is the what is an encouraging word that you would like to leave with our listening audience on today? What has really been an issue or something that's been burning in your heart that uh, you would like to share as last words to our listening audience? I'm glad you asked. Here is my word of encouragement to everyone listening. If you have something in your heart that you want to do, do it. Don't wait another second, another day, because life is too short. If you want a a better relationship, don't wait to do it. If you've been thinking about something that that you want to do, don't wait to do it. Do it today. Make small steps every day to get to the, to that goal that you want to reach. So don't be stagnant, I guess, is, is to sum it all up. Go do it. Take some action. Nothing won't happen as long as you're safe. Get out of your comfort zone. Go make it happen. Go be great. I love it. Go make it happen. Go be great. Thank you so much, Mario, for coming on the show. And uh, like Mario Thank said you. earlier, I will um, repost. Um, all the links. Matter of fact, you can go to the slideshow and um, you'll see the links. Go there and connect with Mario. But thank you so much, Mario, and you have a blessed night and weekend. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It was it was a blessing and a, a huge opportunity. Thank you. I'm I'm blessed and grateful to have you have me on. Thank you. You have a great one as well. You too. Thank you. All right, everybody, thank you for tuning in to SPSN. Listen live on SPSN Radio with me, your host, DeAndre. I want to leave you with these three words. Be encouraged, be inspired, and be forever changed. God bless. You're listening to My Mommy on SPSN Radio. Family.